0: hey you guys (laughs) i was
1: honestly i've been waiting for the moment that you sing on this podcast (laughs) and i only had to wait three episodes
0: true um (laughs) welcome back to you're gonna die bitch um we didn't introduce it using the title last week so that's first on the agenda this podcast is called (laughs) you're gonna die bitch i'm one of your hosts my name is nathan I'm Meg,
1: but Nathan's <laughs> gonna call me Megan, and he's yeah. the only person allowed to do that.
0: It's better than sissy,
1: <laughs> honestly. I don't think it is. Like, Megan, just oh. I feel like I'm gonna be in trouble now.
0: Oh, well, see, I feel okay. First of all, for those who were, are confused by the sissy comment, I called her sissy until I was like, what, 18?
1: Yeah, because we're siblings, for anybody who missed that memo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I said that. But so the reaction you have to people calling you Megan is the reaction I have to, like, non-family members calling me Nate. Oh, yeah. Because, like, whenever that happens, I'm like, no, no, that's not for you. (laughs) The only people I let get away with it are, like, my friend's parents, because I have a few... Of my friend's parents who call me Nate, and I'm like, that's fine, that's whatever. But like if Mark, anyone my age calls me Nate, I'm like, it's not it's not cool.
1: Mark calls you Nath.
0: That's true. Or Broth. Yeah. Yeah. Those are both Megan created nicknames.
1: Sure are. Um, um. <laughs> okay so we just did this a few days ago but yeah, here we are again
0: how have, you, how have you been in the few days <laughs> since Listen, we dude, did this last
1: not gonna lie it's been kind of rough
0: <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn this week
1: has been a lot um no just busy i was on vacation last week and so coming back to work after vacation is just kind of stressful but yeah how have you been
0: um i've been good i've had a boring few days it just worked and gone home
1: And then that's being an adult.
0: I hung out with some friends last night. Shout out to Mark and Annalise to watch this Um, movie. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Actually, what a great segue. (laughs) (laughs) So if you listened to last week's episode, you might remember us making a huge stink at the end of the episode about we're going to watch Suspiria. It's so scary. Blah, 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 blah. Um, So basically what happened yesterday It was not me.
1: I just just want to promise with
0: that. I'll I'll (laughs) own up to it. That's why I'm giving the explanation right now is because it was was all me. Um, What happened yesterday was I was very, very, very anxious all day long. And then I thought about how I had to watch Suspiria later on. And it made me even more anxious because as I said, I think I said this last week or on Sunday, (laughs) when we recorded last (laughs) week's episode. Um, This is, like, Suspiria is one of the few movies that actually scares me and makes me feel very anxious and uncomfortable. And I was thinking about this one, like, specific, like, really nasty, gross scene. And it was just making me so anxious all day. And it got to the point where I was like, if I watch this movie tonight, I'm going to have a panic attack. And I don't want that. So (laughs) I called Mech in. And I was like, can we please switch the movie to Malignant? Because I cannot, I'm not like mentally stable enough to watch Suspiria right now.
1: And my um, response was like, hell yes, we can. Because I don't even want to watch Suspiria.
0: Yeah, we're, I, we are going to watch Suspiria at some point in the future. I
1: know.
0: Um, it's just like, it's probably going to be a bit. <laughs> because both of us are very anxious people. And yeah. we, we don't really have us have it in us right now.
1: We have to be in a very good mental place to
0: watch (laughs)
1: something really messed up. Yeah. Um, I think I was in it for Midsummer. Like that was an okay time for me to watch it.
0: Yeah. See, typically I don't even have to be in like that good of a mental spot to watch like something really fucked up like a horror movie. Because like I'm so like I'm typically very desensitized to them now because I've been watching them since I was like fucking like six years old. But, like, something about Suspiria, man, just, like, really makes me feel so anxious. Like, very, very anxious.
1: That's so interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm realizing, I, mean,
1: I took a lot of notes on
0: this movie. Really? But that yeah. makes sense. I didn't because I think, oh, in case you didn't read the title, <laughs> this week's movie is malignant. Just going to slip that in there. Um, This is one that I've seen, like, a few. More than a few times, so I didn't really have much to say in my notes um but I mean, so I was watching with friends, so there was a few times where I like said something funny like out loud to my friends, and I was like, "Oh shit, I should write that down." <laughs> <laughs> so I have a few of those, and then my friends also knew I was taking notes for this, and so they would say something funny, and they'd be like, "You should write Put that next that <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I, you're gonna appreciate this, but also, I don't know if you'll be surprised. Uh, I guessed the ending of this, actually.
0: So did Mark. I don't, th- I Annalise didn't really say anything, but Mark guessed it about like 40 minutes before it was like the big reveal. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Because the first time I watched this, I cannot explain to you the gag Because I was like, what? Like, it was just so, like, I don't know. So,
1: admittedly, I'll be able to tell you, like, as we're talking about the movie, when I... So, I didn't guess it. That was like... It was like a slow progression of a guess. It was like, okay, maybe it's this. And I was like, oh, it's this. So, But it was like the same general thing. Um, Really, the head thing was the last part that I guessed. And I still guessed that. Probably a half an hour before the end of the movie.
0: See now, like watching it last night, having seen it as many times as I have, there were so many things where I was like, "How did I not clock that?" Yes, like yeah. There's so many moments where it's like, um, like knowing it, it felt like they were like just straight up looking you in the telling face and you. telling you, yeah. But like, oh, I mean,
1: at one point she says it.
0: Yeah, it's like I <laughs> ne- I like completely missed that. Yeah. when I first watched it and so did my so did Mietta, my friend Mietta because she she and I love this movie a bunch of our roommates from college we all loved this movie but like I remember Mietta and I watching it together for the first time and when that happened we were like screaming because we were caught so off guard and I was like but like watching it last night I was like okay am I stupid because Mark just guessed it really fast you're saying that you guessed it like pretty quickly and I'm like okay
1: to be fair Can, can you explain my guessing history?
0: Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So this will be great because this is the first time I get to bring up Scream on this podcast. Yeah. Um, So my all time favorite, not only horror movie franchise, but just like movie franchise in general are the Scream movies that I'm ride or die I could talk about those movies for like hours and one day i will on this podcast (laughs) um but i megan had what you'd only seen the first one right yeah okay so megan had only seen the first one and i was like "Bitch, these are my favorite movies and this was like before the sixth one had come out and i was like you we need to watch all of them together and so we did and i was like it's so fun for me to watch a slasher movie with someone because I love when they like can't guess it or like they make guesses in such a big swing and a miss. And this fucking bitch, like (laughs) every single one she's like, so I think the first movie you remembered one of them.
1: Oh no. The first movie I already knew who it was.
0: Okay. Yeah. But then in the second one, I'm just going to not say the killers just in case anyone hasn't yeah. seen the movies. Cause I truly think those movies are very fun when you don't know who the killer is. Oh, for sure. Um, and the second one, she guessed the two right killers, but the motive was wrong. The third the motives one. I
1: guessed were good.
0: The motives were like, sounded like they could have been the motive in a screen movie, yeah. but they, it, it just wasn't right. Um, the third one, the motive was correct. The killer was wrong yeah you I was't so she watched the fourth one without me. I don't remember your guessing history for that. I think you suspected the people, but they weren't like hard guesses, right?
1: They were by the time they were revealed.
0: Okay, which gags me because you the iconic one of Scream four, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I would never call a man iconic is your hint. Um, <laughs> the icon like that it was the gag of the century to me. And we'll talk and about it once it? we get there. No, that killer reveal. Like the fact that you guessed that was crazy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Wait, I have to look and see who it was in that one.
0: Um, oh, yeah, and don't say it out loud because if I'm anyone hasn't to. seen them, I want them to see it. And then the fifth one, you were right about those because those ones I think were the easiest to guess in the whole franchise. Um, oh, yeah, the fifth and then easy. the sixth one, that was just like a few weeks ago and I don't even remember. Uh, I think one of them was right one of them was like a suspect but not a hard guess and then the third one I gaslighted you (laughs) into thinking it wasn't who you said it was
1: (laughs) yeah the fourth one yeah that was easy to me at least the the, the one that lasts until the very end that was easy it was the Not second one that I was having trouble with.
0: In the fourth one? Yeah. Interesting. That's weird to me.
1: I'll explain why later. But anyway.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um that's why I pointed out to Nathan that I guessed the ending of this because he just got so mad that I, I guessed would get genuinely the pissed. killers. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I would and yell. scream at her. is actually the reason <laughs> we're doing this podcast. So Yeah. We were just watching quick.
0: Scream 6 together in her house, and we were like, oh, we should do a podcast. And she was like, what should we do it about? And I was like, horror movies. And she was like, bitch, I was just thinking that. So, and now here we are on episode three.
1: Yep. Um, it should also be noted that Nathan and I are telepathic, and...
0: Yeah, we got witch blood.
1: Witch blood runs thick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Okay, Tell us about Malignant,
0: Nathan, or the background. Yes. Okay. So I will say before I give you like the official background, the reason I chose Malignant as our replacement movie was because this is one that I don't think is like particularly scary. And no. there are elements of it that I personally think are very camp and very funny.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I would have described this movie as camp.
0: Yeah, it's very camp, and I knew it would be an easy watch. And even outside of Suspiria, I was having a very anxious day, and I was like, I cannot watch anything that's going to put me on edge. And I knew this was a safe one while also still being a really good one. Yeah. Um, So that being said, Malignant. Um, So it's a 2021 (laughs) film, and it was directed by James Wan, who is like horror movie, like icon king- God. Um, and he's written and directed and produced a bunch of like really, really good horror movies, like um the first Saw movie, uh, Insidious, chapters one and two, and I think he might have been involved with the um new one that just came out as well. Um, pretty much all the films in the conjuring universe, Megan or M3Gan, um, which was gay. Culture at its finest because that movie was. I so thought you were just good. gonna
1: stop at gay, and I was like, just no. because you're gay doesn't mean you can do that.
0: <laughs> no, it, I mean it was gay. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, Megan, <laughs> Megan was like a, she was a gay icon. Um, but yeah, he, James Wan is very good at what he does. Like, if you're like Insidious and The Conjuring, those are some heavy fucking hitters, and the Saw franchise. That's one of like the best. Known horror movie franchises ever. I don't um, even think
1: Saw is on our
0: list. I don't really want it to be. To be honest, I don't either. There's like nine million of them, and it's kind of it's just like pretty much a part of the torture porn genre.
1: Maybe the first one, but we'll chat about it. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah,
0: we can do the first one, but other than that, I don't know. Um, Okay, so the movie itself was released like sporadically uh, internationally on September first. And then it was released in the U.S. on September 10th in theaters and on HBO Max. And the reason it was on HBO Max is because it was scheduled to release in the United States on August 14th, 2020. But as we all know, something crazy happened that year.
1: I got engaged.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I was. That's why they didn't release it is because they're like, listen, guys, Megan got engaged. Like, (laughs) we need to let her have her moment. We can't <laughs> release a movie right now. Um but Warner Bros like pushed it back and so um it got removed from the release schedule in March of 2021. So, it ended up coming out in September. It was honestly a really fun movie to watch on HBO Max during COVID. Like I I had fun with it. Um so this movie it's very black and white of whether people like it or not. Um, it received a very mixed response from critics as well as audiences. Like, I feel like this is a movie where you either love it or you hate it. Um, it has a 6.2 in IMDb uh, and a 76% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 52% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And these quotes are from Rotten Tomatoes. And I think they summarize it pretty well. Um, It says, although Malignant isn't particularly scary, director James Wan's return to horror contains plenty of gory thrills and a memorably bonkers twist. Um, (laughs) I just liked the usage of bonkers there. And then the quote that described the audience's um, reaction to it was love it or hate it and there isn't much in between. Malignant is one horror movie that takes risks and is willing to get weird. Um, Which I agree. So are like all right like rapid fire opinions i love this movie i think it's like gory but also funny and like has enough suspenseful like oh shit moments that it's like it's very it's a very fun watch i've watched it so many times because i think it's fun to watch what did you think
1: i liked it um it was not scary at all in my opinion Um, Especially by the end, because once I had a certain thought in my head, I just couldn't see that movie any differently. Um, And yeah, and by the end, I think it just got kind of fascinating.
0: Yeah, Um, and it almost like kind of turned into like an action movie a little bit.
1: Okay, so it's funny that you say that because I mentioned that it was giving me um, if like I I think I've said on here before, I really like Marvel and I've seen all the Netflix Marvel shows, and it was really reminding me of like um, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, those um,
0: fucking those series.
1: Yeah, because it's very like, it was just very similar.
0: Yeah, like the, I would say the um, prison cell scene and then the police oh, office yes. scene like yes. operate very much as like action sequences I more than agree anything. I completely. Um, um, but I liked uh, it, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'm glad because if you didn't like it, I would be really sad. Um, <laughs> also, we have the title, typically we think of an episode title like after we record the episode and it's while Megan's editing and she'll be like, Oh fuck, we need an episode title. I want it to be known. This episode title came to me through a stroke of genius. Um, and it's already pre-picked. And if you don't understand the reference, it's a mad TV reference. It's super hilarious. What is that sketch even called? What would people search to find it? Something movie theater
1: i don't know honestly
0: anyway probably, it's this girl honestly, if
1: you google the back of your head is ridiculous you're it's yeah
0: probably... honestly you'll probably find it but it's like this woman in a mu- movie theater and this guy behind her is like flirting with her incessantly and at one point he goes the back of your head is ridiculous and so i thought that was very fun for this one okay the you...
1: best part of that sketch is that the guy is played by a woman
0: I that gagged me so bad like when i first (laughs) found that out i was like it rocked my world
1: now i love it so much
0: (laughs) yeah i'm gonna watch that after we're done am too. also Um, i
1: wanted to tell you that like if you hadn't suggested such a good title i would have called this harry potter fan fiction or extreme harry potter fan fiction
0: no you wouldn't know because i wouldn't have let that happen (laughs) No. No. Um
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Okay, you ready to jump into the plot synopsis? I so the people who haven't watched the movie can hear the movie through our stupid little words. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: Um okay, so when it opens, we're in like the 90s and yeah. um there's this doctor who's working at a hospital. And basically, what you see in the beginning is this doctor like starting to make a video about this patient's progress. Um, and then while she's making that, chaos ensues. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, she goes to find this patient that she was just talking about. Um, in the process of like going to find it or find him, it's revealed that he can like control electricity. And he uses that ability to broadcast his voice through speakers. Um, So he does it with the hospital speakers. And then he does it a few other ways throughout the movie. But in the beginning, he does it through the hospital speakers. Um, She then comes upon where this patient is. Um, Long story short, this person or this person that she's going to find has killed several people. Like incredibly grossly. Yeah. Um it's just like honestly watching it, I was actually reminded of like um some of the scenes from Jurassic Park and Jurassic World where the raptors get a hold of something. <laughs> um because you never really see what is doing this to uh to the people that are dying. Yeah. Um you see her talking to this person whose name is Gabriel um and basically says um that he's a lost cause um and the terminology she uses is that they need to cut the cancer out which
0: gets explained yes
1: with the british accent
0: (laughs) um
1: so yeah i thought it was a really good opening
0: yeah well and then you get the longest credit opening credit sequence oh you've my ever God, seen yes. in your entire life yes. chock full of uh foreshadowing though which is oh good.
1: yes very which i like um yeah that's also i paid a, i paid very close attention to the opening credits and i think that's also what helped in guessing it
0: that makes sense yeah. um so then we cut to 27 years later and Madison, our main girly, um she's pregnant she's living with her shit ass uh, husband who played luke in the um movie version of percy jackson the olympians for all that's
1: my- why he looked familiar
0: <laughs> yeah for all our little mm-hmm. percy jackson kids out there that is who that is um so basically they are he's very abusive and he's just such a disgusting piece of shit and they're arguing about how she has had multiple miscarriages and he says some just like truly despicable things about that, that I'm not even going to paraphrase. Um And oh, then he self-act. is like physically abusive as well. And he ends up smashing Madison's head against a wall, which like fucks the wall up. And then her head like starts bleeding like really, really bad. Um And basically he does that really disgusting abuser thing where he's like, baby, I'm so sorry. Um And then it cuts to, she's she's sleeping in the bed he's sleeping on the couch and um this like being scared honestly this part did scare me a little bit like more than it usually does because the way the like it's moving was like just gross and scary yeah um so basically he's walking around the house hearing noises the fridge opens by itself there's a part where you see like wait lifted off of the couch when there's nothing there, like an invisible presence is sitting on the couch. Um, and then long story short, the being kills the piece of shit, abusive husband. Um, but we don't see him die. We see it like lunge. And then we see Madison wake up. And so she's like, weird. Let me go look downstairs. And so she goes downstairs. Things are a little sketchy. And then she finds Derek, the abusive husband. Um, Fucked the fuck up. <laughs> like, dead as hell. Like his spine Real like, fucked up. up through his neck. And like his neck, like completely like 90 degree angle. It's so whack. Um, and then the being starts to chase her through the house, and then she like runs up to her room and she's like trying to hold the door back so it can't get through, but then it busts the door open, and then she flies through the air and bonks her fucking head again. And she's unconscious again. Um, so I honestly consider that to be like, kind of like part two of the opening scene. Cause I, I feel like it's like, here's what happened. Here's what's current. And then yeah. it's like the rest of the movie gets set into motion. You know? I agree with that.
1: Um, oh my God. You, yeah. You, you talked about the fact that she's pregnant. Sorry. God. Um, yeah. I thought like very this part too. of the movie was the scariest part of the movie and it was not terribly scary.
0: I would agree with that. I think after this, it's no longer scary. It's just like gory.
1: Yeah. Um, it's definitely more of a thriller for the rest of the movie.
0: Yes. 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 I agree. Um, I think the first like 15, 20 minutes or so are the horror aspect of it. And then the rest of it is just like a gory psychological thriller type beat. Yeah.
1: Um, I agree. Uh, uh, yeah. So next, so she knocks her head again, like Nathan said. Um, then we just see her waking up in the hospital and her, a girl is there who we find out is her sister. Um, and she has to tell her that she has to tell Madison that not only is her husband dead, um, but that Madison lost her child as well. Um, that is some damn good acting, I would just yeah. like to say. it. Like I almost started crying.
0: Yeah. I um, mean, we talked about it in the Midsummer episode. Horror movie acting does not get nearly enough credit. No. And like I think this one's a really like the two women who play the sisters are very, very good.
1: Oh, I don't think so about the sister.
0: Oh. You didn't yeah. think she was a good actress?
1: I mean not overwhelmingly so.
0: Oh, I thought she was pretty good at the end.
1: I have to think about that and more. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> so then a detective comes in, a detective and his partner. Um, the detective's name is Kakoa, which I just think is such a fucking cool name. Um, yeah, he's also partner, hot. He is very hot. And his <laughs> partner is just the coolest woman ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, true.
1: <laughs> and so Madison gets interviewed about that. Um, she, they're like, does anyone want to hurt you? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I don't know. Um, I think they talk about, no, just kidding. Um, then Madison and Sydney are talking about her pregnancy and the loss and Madison tells Sydney, Sydney is the sister. I can't remember if I said her name. Um, Madison tells Sydney that she wants to feel a biological connection to someone. And Sydney's like, what the fuck we're sisters. And Madison's like, Oh, um, actually mom and dad adopted me when I was eight. And I have no memories of at all before that. Um, and surprise, you're not my real sister. You're not my biological sister. Um, which is insane.
0: (laughs) It was such a cavalier way to like, I
1: know it was just,
0: She's like, ugh, wish I had a blood connection. And then the sister's, like, huh? <laughs> like- <laughs> the
1: sister's like, okay, huh? <laughs> <bitch>. Like, okay, <laughs> bitch. Um, did I-, oh, I wanted to say, no, I'll I'll bring it that up later. Um t- 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 also when the cop comes in to interview Madison, Sydney runs in and like kind of tries to shoo him off and she is in the coolest princess dress ever because apparently she works at a, as a princess at like an entertainment place because she's <laughs> an
0: actress like, yeah. she's, she's a struggling actress, actress. Yes. so she plays a princess
1: yes um so then she do, 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 do. wait we didn't have we wait Did we talk about yet how she. um, No, when she goes home the first time, when she goes home after the hospital, she goes back to the same house. um, And during that time, she has like. An experience where she sees something outside, it's another fucking silhouette like it was at the beginning, um, which that's what freaked me out the most about this movie, the silhouette. Yeah. Cuz that's all you see.
0: Yeah, that's about it. Um when.
1: and she uh she wa- she goes downstairs, her door is unlocked, which I don't understand people. As soon as I walk in the door, I lock my door. Yeah. Like the fact that people Weird. don't keep their doors locked is ridiculous. Uh hears something in her house goes to find what what it is, comes back the door is open, and that happens twice. And instead of running out of the fucking house,
0: she, she like, stays locks herself in it. In. Yeah, yeah.
1: She locks herself in, continues to hear things in the house, but is like, "Nah, I'm gonna go lock myself in my room." Like, it was dumb. Just,
0: just silly girl things.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also that house is creepy as fuck. So the I like next it. I day, think it's beautiful. Oh my god, I think it's terrifying.
0: I just love houses <laughs> like that. I like th- I the layout of it was very pretty. I really enjoyed the layout of the. Ho- I'm a slut for houses, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> so all that happens the next day is when she tells Sydney, like, "Hey, I'm not your biological sister." Um, so we get that info. Next, we are introduced to this completely random woman who is giving <laughs> some people a tour of the Seattle Underground, um, and long story short she hears some noises she goes to check them out because of course she does yeah something grabs her and she um you see her like wake up tied down and you can't really tell where she is she looks like she might be um to me it looked like an attic um but like a warehouse attic or something like it was really big (laughs) it was really big to be a house attic i will say yeah
0: i mean she was tied up to the wall. Like, yeah, she it was wasn't like, tied even, to like, the wall. Yeah, it was like almost like a crucifixion type beat. Yeah, like, it, that like, was weird. She was up on the wall, like with her arms, like spread out, like tied Which I'm going to so. say
1: something kind of about that later. um okay. sh- Madison, we see her again. Her fucking head is still bleeding. And Always. I was like, was she not just in the hospital? Like, wouldn't they have? seen that but you know whatever
0: was, um yeah there's a couple little plot holes here and there
1: yeah <laughs> then she's like doing laundry and I remember like taking a note about how she had a really cute laundry basket that said laundry and like script. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cute as in kitschy not cute as in I would have it in my house but um then while she's putting laundry in the washer, this woman's face appears in the washer and tells her to get out of her house.
0: And <laughs> that was I honestly funny. thought
1: she was a ghost for, yeah. <laughs> and then you recognize that Madison is having like a vision essentially. And it is this older woman who um, you find out that it's Dr. Weaver, who is the doctor from the beginning. Um, and, the thing comes and gets her next um and kills her with her own doctor award
0: yeah um, well, that has a like, medical fair,
1: symbol on it
0: to be fair i literally wrote in my notes uh hold on shit where is it fuck what? Oh, I said this knife ass surgery award. Like you're literally begging to get murdered with it. Like it, it's like so sharp and narrow and like, what else is that going to be used for other than to stab somebody? Well,
1: it's because it's like the medical symbol of like the staff with the, um, I think it's like a snake around it. Um, and that goes back to like, uh, like I want to say the ancient Greeks go ahead and correct no. me. I'm probably wrong. Um, but that's like the medical symbol. So like all doctors and hospitals and stuff have that. And that's what that award is shaped like.
0: Well, th- clearly I don't know shit about medicine. so <laughs> <laughs> I only
1: recently learned this from oh, a doctor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is very, very conducive to killing people.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twas. Twas indeed. Yeah.
1: Her death seems um, was good.
0: It was it. It was a. It's just sad. I don't like in horror movies where it like shows like old people get murdered. I'm like, oh, same. Aw, same. That's sad. And this
1: had at least three of those. So yeah.
0: Um. So something I do want to bring up about like the whole like vision thing because it happens a few times and then it happens in like a really important moment near the end is like when it starts to happen it there's like this effect where like it looks like the room she's in melts into whatever room the murder is happening in and it's really trippy and like really fucking cool um and that's one of my favorite parts I just want to bring that up because it's important later on
1: well you reminded me we also should mention these what we're calling visions she wakes up from them like in bed yeah yeah so she'll be somewhere in her house. But when she comes out of this, she's waking up in bed.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. waking up so from being like, asleep. Yeah. Or, like, I think there was one where she, like, woke up on the floor. Yes. Um, like, from wherever she had been standing. So it's kind of like a, is it a dream? Is it right. a vision? Like, that kind of thing. Um, But so basically, she watches this woman get murdered. And then it, like some other things happen that aren't like super relevant enough for me to like rack my brain to remember them. But basically <laughs> she's laying in her bed and her sister's like comforting her. They're like seeing this thing about how this woman got murdered. Madison's like full on freaking out. And Cindy's like, Oh my God, did you know her? <laughs> and then Madison's like, no bitch. I watched her get murdered. And Cindy's like, okay, what the fuck? Um, so elsewhere, the police, sexy Kakoa and his sleigh partner, um what's her name I it, it, it says Moss Regina, like her last name's Regina. so Kakoa and Regina the slay and the sexy um they're investigating their little things um and they're at the scene of the crime and they see that uh Dr. Weaver specialized in reconstructive surgery and they're like girl let's pediatric
1: take reconstructive files. surgery
0: yeah for children so they're like girl let's take all these files and we're gonna read them as fuck and they see, like, a photo of, I, it's not explicitly said at this moment, but, like, it's a girl with, like, a severe bang and, like, yeah. long, dark hair. So and the only other person. <laughs> is the main character, Madison. So, like, you know this is probably Madison as a child. by That, <laughs> that, that fuck-ass haircut um, that she has not changed in 27 I'm really years.
1: glad I don't have the haircut that I did when I was eight.
0: Imagine yeah. not changing your
1: haircut.
0: <laughs> no, it's too much. Um, so basically, Madison tells Sydney about her visions, and they do a somewhat smart, somewhat like you're begging to get thrown into a psych ward thing, where they go to the police, and they're like, hey, she's having visions of these murders happening. And then they're like, "Um, okay, cool, that's good. We don't believe you. And she's like, oh, okay. And then basically the killer calls Madison and he's like, hey, bitch, it's Gabriel. And she's like, "Who's?" And then <laughs> um, and he's like, you know me, girl. <laughs> like, you remember me, queen. And so then they're like, let's go talk to mom. Um, and so they go and visit their mom. And we find out that Gabriel was like an imaginary friend in quotes. You can't see me, but I'm doing the finger quotes thing. <laughs> um, Imaginary friend that Madison was always talking about when she was a kid and blaming like really freaky shit on. Um, yeah,
1: that stuff was creepy as <clears throat> hell.
0: Yeah. So like it, there's like a few different things where it's like she, well, actually we get there later. So I, I won't say anything about it yet. Um Yeah because that's in your section that you're going to talk about. Um but basically like really creepy shit. Like you see home videos of her where it's young Madison who is I want to bring this up, played by McKenna Grace and if you don't know who that is, she has played uh-huh. the younger version of literally everybody. <gasps> Like she like it just go through her IMDB. She plays the younger version of every adult woman in everything. So like when she came up, I was like, bitch, I know that's not McKenna Grace. And but of course it was. Um, but she's an icon. We love McKenna Grace. Um, so basically they're like, Gabriel might be um this person that like you know, like that you knew before your adoption from your life before you remember anything and then it's not like mentioned in um the thing that we're reading from to like kind of refresh our memory but basically when she's telling the police um she's like i've been having visions she previously had another vision of th- another doctor that was involved with the gabriel case getting murdered and so then she's like she tells the police she's like i know where this dude is like go look he's dead and they're like lol whatever bitch and then they go he's dead and they're like oh okay um and then i think after that is when madison and sydney go visit their mom um but then basically the detectives are like interesting
1: and i have to point this out because this is one of my favorite quotes from the movie um They have Madison do a. I know what you're (laughs) Do a sketch of the thing that she saw attack this doctor, and Regina goes, "Well, let me put an APB out for Sloth from the Goonies."
0: That shit made me cackle as fuck. Same. That was, too, I, like, literally, I think, like, we had to, like, pause it, because I was laughing so hard, like, because that shit was too funny, because it really did, the photo did look like that. Yeah. (laughs) It did look like Sloth from the Goonies.
1: See, I didn't think it looked like Sloth from the Goonies. I think it looked like (laughs) Voldemort coming out of the back of Professor Quirrell's head, but... All right.
0: Anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, then they go to visit Mom, and then... The doctors find something, right?
0: Well, the detectives are like, listen, Or the detectives, sorry, not the doctors. Yeah. They make her see like a therapist, a hypnotherapist.
1: Okay. Which, here's the thing. Detectives don't do that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's not a thing. And it really bothered me. (laughs) (laughs) that in this movie the detectives are like you should go see a hypnotherapist um especially because they specifically refer to the fact that they are trying to unlock repressed memories not a detective in hell is going to do or (laughs) say anything about repressed memories ever ever so that just Anyway, that's my little thing. Um, Megan
0: does have authority on this. She works with the police force. She works (laughs) with detectives. Like, she knows what she's talking about, guys. Don't come for her.
1: (laughs) I just, like, I literally was laughing thinking of some of the people I (laughs) I work with, like, what they would say to this. (laughs) Um, Anyway. But she does it. She does the hypnotherapy thing. Um, She has a memory of uh when she was younger and it, hearing a voice in her head that when her adoptive mother was pregnant with Sydney this voice in her head told her to kill the baby um well
0: talk about the cake thing cuz i thought that was a really cool scene
1: yes so um first you see her come in or the parents are like chastising her because it says uh, welcome baby girl or something. It's cake. that says welcome baby girl. Um, and it's like smeared or it's like messed up and they knew that she did it. And she's like, no, I didn't. It was Gabriel. And they're like, you have to stop lying. Go to your room. Um, later when Gabriel is telling her, talking to her, he tells her to go to the kitchen. Um, the cake is there, the knife is there. And he's he I think he says something like a nice slice of cake for mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <like> <laughs> I like, think that's it. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then goes podcast, on like, to be a like, little voice.
1: Yes. And I loved it because I think I put in here. <laughs> she asks, <laughs> she says, um, he's like talking to her and she's like, a surprise and she's like is it a good surprise and (laughs) when he's telling her to get the knife I wrote no good surprise needs a sharp knife (laughs) (laughs) um so long story short he tells her to go in and stab her mom um she realizes right before she does it she like kind of snaps to And I think she yells and her parents wake up and see her with a fucking knife standing above her mom. Cause she's like
0: about to slice into the cake. And right before she does the room melting thing happens and she's in her parents' bedroom. And then, but she's like in a trance because the mom wakes up and is like, bitch. And then like, she almost like wakes up kind of.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I'm like looking at my notes and looking at this. Um, so I said, yeah, no good surprise needs a sharp knife.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: and then they kind of talk about how um, after that happened, Madison forgot about Gabriel once Sydney was born. Um, and there were, it was just like really cute. Um, but then she also at one point talks about Uh, Gabriel and remembering him and how it was buried deep in the back of her head which Hmm. is really a really nice quote
0: (laughs) remember that Uh, remember that yeah
1: Um, then the uh, they go back to her house (laughs) (laughs) well the whole
0: therapy session is in her house
1: oh yeah that's right so then they're like walking through a different room or whatever and all (laughs) of a sudden not all of a sudden you kind of saw the woman who was tied up, like trying to escape and shit, but yeah, out there's of
0: Yeah, There's cut scenes every now and then of the woman up in the attic with Gabriel and Gabriel's being like scary and she's yes. like distraught.
1: Um, <laughs> while the police <laughs> are um, they you can see there, they think she's done it at this point. They have already like said earlier, you know, okay, first she killed her abusive husband. Now she's killing the doctors that like, they think, um, I think their reasoning is that these doctors supposedly cured her and now her affliction has come back and that's why she's killing the doctors. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're starting to believe that as they're walking out, um, (laughs) a woman falls through the fucking ceiling yeah, yeah. <laughs> and lands on the floor um then there is this really really cool scene uh where it's is it raining when she's in the back of the cop car
0: yeah and it's okay also, yeah so they also like the entire time i don't know if you noticed this but i notice it every single fucking time i watch this movie the entire time, like in the score of the movie, they sample "Where Is My Mind" by the Pixies, and it's so, it's so, it's the doo doo like the whole time, like anytime that music. I didn't plays, even notice. It's, it's a sample from the Pixies. It's so, Bitch. Good. and that's playing in the rain, like scene. Anyway, um, sorry. So you see I Madison
1: noticed. in the back of the cop car. She's like hyperventilating. They have arrested her. Um, the sister is outside of the cop car being like, It's gonna be okay, we're gonna figure this out, blah blah blah. She runs up to the house where the detectives are, she's like, Please don't arrest my sister, she didn't mm-hmm. do it, I know her, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then another just police quote that I just really enjoyed. Um, basically, Regina, who's the cool cop, turns around and says, Essentially, you need to stop or I'm going to charge you with being an accomplice.
0: <laughs> that's
1: also not a thing. And it just, that wording just made me laugh. Well, maybe oh. if she
0: was a dirty cop, it could be a thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm No, I mean, like, that's not a charge. Like, you don't get charged oh. for being an accomplice. Oh, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were like, a
0: police officer wouldn't do that. And no. I was like,
1: no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I meant like that wording that's not okay. even yeah, close to what that is. Not correct. <laughs> um and then they find out like two minutes later that the woman who fell through the ceiling um is uh Madison, who we found out that her previous name was Emily, um, is her biological mother.
0: Dun dun dun. Yes. Because so like now the whole like, movie oh.
1: now she kidnapped her mom and she's gonna kill her.
0: Exactly. And the whole movie, like, before this point, you're just kind of like, who the fuck is this bitch? like, like, Although I will say,
1: they did a good job on picking the actresses, because when we were first introduced to her, I thought that she was Madison for a minute.
0: I I do remember when I first watched the movie when she was like tied up in the attic, I was like, oh shit, when did he tie Madison up? Yes. And then I was like, yeah. oh, never mind. But we should have known it was mother and daughter because she's got that same fuck-ass haircut <laughs> yes. that, her,
1: that
0: her daughter does.
1: <laughs> what a coincidence. So does Gabriel. Crazy. <laughs>
0: and it's like i think it was because of that haircut when i first saw it i was like oh shit they got madison and then i was like oh wait no that is a that's a middle-aged woman i think yes um yeah (laughs) so yeah but basically the fuck-ass haircut does a lot of exposition for you in this movie (laughs) it really does it's just like some like bang severe bang action. So They're it's not funny because
1: hair. that haircut is also what helped me guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that makes sense.
1: Yeah, um, like the hair specifically.
0: Oh, I think we we definitely did miss this, but at one point it's like not super relevant, but like I do want to bring it up because it was a really cool scene, and it's like where you get introduced to my absolute favorite part of this movie. At one point, sexy detective Kakoa, he like. Catch it. There's a third murder. It's kind of irrelevant, but there was. Oh yeah, murder. yeah. And um, Kakoa <laughs> like it goes and finds the body, and Gabriel's there and tries to kill him, and then it like leads to this like epic fucking chase scene, um, in which you realize Gabriel sure is running fucking backwards. Yeah, like he sure it's is just like literally looks like a person facing you running backwards fast as hell, and like just the way this fucker moves is so crazy. Like it makes me cackle. Like I literally, my notes, I said, Gabriel's backwards ass is so fucking insane. And then I think I said something else about, yeah, I said, this chase scene is so fucking cool, but the backwards running is sending me so bad because (laughs) like, it's too fucking much. It's fucking, okay. So basically, Sydney, the sister, is like, bitch, let me do some research because my sister got arrested as hell. Um, and so she goes to the abandoned hospital where Madison slash Emily was treated as a kid and where all these murder doctors worked. Um, and she's like, it's creepy as hell. She also... It's on a cliff. It's a it's gorgeous imagery, but it's on a cliff. you
1: am going to say the same thing I did. And
0: she pulls her fucking car up within, like, an inch <laughs> of driving off the cliff, like, and parks it there. Like, I don't know what the fuck her problem is, where, <laughs> like, her depth perception mine- is that good that she, like, can just, like, pull right up to the edge of a cliff and be like, yeah, I'm not going to drive off, but whatever. What were mine you just says,
1: um, I don't know where to go. This bitch really just drove right up to the edge of a cliff.
0: <laughs> no, literally. I said, "Why the fuck did her sister park that close to the fucking cliff?" <laughs> 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 like, it's there's no excuse for it. She's just it was stupid. Yeah. Um anyway, basically, I'm just going to sum it all up because it's like a long sequence yeah. happening like interchangeably with Madison getting um interviewed, so I want to talk about this before I cut to Madison getting interviewed. Um basically you find out that Gabriel and Madison are like conjoined twins isn't is it the right no, no. I know Gabriel's a parasitic twin. It's a like tumor. Teratoma. And I
1: know yeah, it's a teratoma. Yeah. And the reason that I know this, if anybody watches Grey's Anatomy, the episode where they tell the guy that he has a twin, but it's really just a tumor that has grown hair and teeth, and he insists on keeping it, and then he sees what it is and freaks out and throws it away. That's what
0: this is. <laughs> yeah. It's like really fucking gross looking. But anyway, so she's she's finding that out while going through medical files. And then um, Kakoa and it's Regina, right? Why can't yeah. I remember her first name? Yeah, Kakoa and Regina, they're basically in the um, interview room. I can't think of the word, what it's called. Um, interrogation room. Interrogation room. And they're uh-huh. basically doing the cop thing where they're like, you did it, bitch, just admit it. And she's like, no, the fuck I didn't. And they're like, yeah, huh. And then she gets a phone call and then she answers it and it's Gabriel speaking in his scary little voice. Um, and then he makes some shit happen with the lights and everyone's like, what the fuck? Um, Ew, I
1: also hate how he says that he like insults her and he's like basically he says she didn't even know i was nesting in her yeah house. he said
0: dumb bitch didn't even know i was nesting in her house i was <laughs> like not I nesting i know which also which also funny oh god funny quote considering oh, yeah, you're right you know nesting in her house the body is <laughs> a home <laughs> i know, um, I know
1: what you but mean. <laughs>
0: basically so he's like i'm doing all this ha, he he and then the police are like well shit um but then they still put her in general lockup and like with a whole bunch of like trashy ass (laughs) fucking women and then we cut back to emily um at the mom's house with a bunch of vhs tapes and she's like we need to watch these to like see what's going on and then this is where you get like the real lowdown so Uh basically madison slash emily um her mom, who was the bitch who fell through the ceiling, <laughs> she was um sexually assaulted and was uh she got pregnant from it and she was like 14 she was like years
1: 15, old. Oh 14, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. And so she gives her baby, parentheses, S, um, to this hospital, and they're like, I cannot deal with this. You have to take care of this. So basically we find out Gabriel is attached to the back of fucking Madison slash Emily's head and is so fucking scary looking, like yeah. just gross. Like Voldemort. Not, I don't see, I don't see that. Like, I know, like, I think he looks grosser than Voldemort did.
1: Oh no, he does. But I'm saying, like, that's just all I think about
0: because and it's, he like, looks more like a scab. Like Gabriel looks okay, like a scab. Like that's fair. literally what he looks like. But fair. you see all these videos, and basically, it's like he can make Emily see Emily slash Madison see what she wants, what he wants her to see. So basically every time she's been having one of these visions, it's actually that Gabriel has taken over her body and is using her body to like murder these people. But he is putting a vision in her head that like, she's like walking around the house doing normal shit. And the visions that she's seeing of these people getting murdered are some like bleed over of like what's happening versus what she's being made to see by Gabriel. It's really crazy. I explained it really shitty just then, but the movie does a really good job of explaining it. Um, so basically this all culminates to. And that's why
1: he's walking backwards because he is literally operating her backwards. Out of backwards. the back
0: of her head. Yeah. yeah. Um, so because her head like will split open and his creepy little scab face comes out. Um, <laughs> I
1: put her head gives birth. Cause
0: that's what it was <laughs> <like>. Ew. <laughs> um, um but Wait, so also, this...
1: I need to interject with this insult. Um, during that scene, when they're finding that, when the mom and the sister are finding this out, the mom says, they told me her mother died or something like that. Those cock knockers.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Because either sorry, Margaret I and Elise said something about that. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically, it all culminates to Madison in this jail cell being provoked by like the trashiest group of women you'll ever meet in your whole life. And one of them makes the grave mistake of like pushing her to the ground and her head gets like smacked against the ground, which awakens Gabriel. And so basically Mm -hmm. all the female prisoners see her like crack open the back of her head and like Gabriel's face comes out and he breaks her arms backwards. So that way they're facing his side and just absolutely wrecks every single one of these women. And, and it's the like gross 20
1: women. Possible.
0: Yeah. Like just really just like fucking takes them all out. It's insane. And it's really gross. The part that really grossed me out was like where he broke that one girl's arm, like yeah. by like bending it. There's like, a lot
1: of exposed bone in this movie.
0: Yeah. And it's really gross. Yeah. Um, and so then she like kills a guard, takes the key. Well, Gabriel, it's not Madison. Um, Gabriel kills a guard, takes his keys, comes out of the cell, runs and gets his little serial killer get up from evidence. <laughs> um, and then goes up to the offices where all the officers are. And also just fucking wrecks the shit out of all of them. Um, and it, is,
1: that's when it is like an action movie. Yeah. It's scenes... giving like
0: Marvel movie. Yes. Like, it's so yeah. action packed. It's like, not even, like, a murder scene or, like, a death scene. It's, like, action. Which is, like, it's is, really fun to watch.
1: It is. And because part of it, too, you're realizing, okay, this is actually, like, this is a body operating backwards. Or that's what it's supposed to be. And yeah. when you think of it from that lens and watch all of the shit that he does is insanity. Yeah. And it's just really cool.
0: It's, and obviously there is some sort of supernatural element to Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he, the whole electronic thing, he can, like, speak through, like, radios and shit like that. He can control electricity. Um, He's, like, super strong. Yeah, crazy superhuman strength. It's, like, it's very, very strange. But, basically, he wrecks up every single person in the police department. Wounds are two hero detectives really badly, so they can't really do anything.
1: I was really afraid Regina was going to die. Because I was getting the vibe that she was going to.
0: It seemed like it. Yeah. Um... And so uh, Gabriel makes his way over to the hospital to um, get to Serena, who is Madison and Gabriel's birth mother. Um, And then I don't really remember how it's not really that important, but um, Sydney also makes it to the hospital and there's this really gross scene where, like, a security guard at the hospital is, like, not letting her through. And then you hear, like, a little electronic warning that happens when, like, Gabriel's around. And this dude's clutching his chest and he's, like, oh, like, making noises like he's in pain. And she's, like, oh, my God, are you okay? Are you having a heart attack? And he's, like, no, my pacemaker's burning. Like, burning within your body. And then it, like, it blows up from the inside. You just see, like, a splurt of blood come through his Sure. It, I literally said that pacemaker thing literally made me gag. Like, not even yeah, really like, it oh my God, gross. I'm gagged, but I literally was like, huh! like, it was gross. It was um, gross. So it all leads to a showdown between um, Gabriel and Sydney and Serena May all in the hospital room while Madison is standing in the room watching, but only through like a vision. She's basically a prisoner in her own body. No one can hear her. No one can see her, but she's also taking part in the scene. And so this whole time, Sydney's like pleading with Madison. She's like, wake up, like you're stronger than this, blah, blah, blah. And then she says something that really triggers Madison. And she says, Gabriel is the reason for all of your miscarriages. He was feeding on your fetuses to gain strength. And that is like, oh fuck, because Madison's miscarriages, we kind of like, breezed over it in the beginning, but her miscarriages were like the greatest source of pain and sorrow in her life.
1: She had like like, three and two years. And then she lost that pregnancy at the beginning of the movie,
0: which was also indirectly because of Gabriel. Yeah. So it's like, there, like, this is what gets her. So basically while Sydney is pleading with Madison to wake up, Gabriel shoots her in the head, goes over to Serena saying some creepy demon shit, smothers her with his hand and says you made me a monster when suddenly we hear madison's voice go no gabriel you were always a monster (laughs) and then what megan
1: (laughs) so then the hospital room starts doing the creepy melting thing and everything (laughs) that gabriel that we just saw was an illusion basically starting from when Gabriel shot Sydney. So Sydney is not dead. Serena is not dead. Um, Madison is like, guess what? We share a brain, which means I can do this shit too. Um, it's such bad
0: bitchery. I have chills is, just like thinking is. about it.
1: And I love it because I put once Sydney said the miscarriages thing, I was like, mama bear time. <laughs> and that's exactly. exactly what happened. Um, basically she they're they're in like complete black and i the idea is that they're like in their mind um and he's like i she like locks him behind bars like subconsciously and he's like oh i'm gonna get out blah 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 and she's like well when you do i'll be ready um then she (laughs) she, uh like comes to sees that sydney is like pinned under a hospital bed where gabriel had and Gabriel had done that. She's like, if he can do it, I can do it. And then she lifts up the hospital She bed. goes,
0: it was always my body. Yeah. Like, really drama.
1: <laughs> Which I think I said, I was like, yes, ma'am, your body, your choice.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and then she uh, she gets in the out and she's like, yeah we're not blood related, but you're my sister or like something corny and cheesy along those lines. Um, and then right after she says that the camera like pans to like the right for a little bit. And then you hear that um, electric, like humming, uh, like the vibration that you always hear when Gabriel is around. Um, and that is how it ends.
0: I think something that's really funny is it's like this sisterly moment, and then the birth mom is just like in her smiling. bed. Just like smiling, not really taking part in it, just like, oh uh, yeah, oh, Okay,
1: like, I have not- an issue with this birth mom because she like, what is it? She did this whole speech when she was trying to get Gabriel not to kill Sydney, um, and she was like, you were my son, I should have taken care of you, blah, 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 blah. And I but ma'am he is not your son he is a literal tumor with teeth did you not see that episode of grace
0: (laughs) (laughs) but so now that the movie's over and like it i'm still talking about something that's right at this ending so i feel like it's it's a good point to bring up yeah what the fuck is the legal system gonna do about this (laughs) because she's like she's like don't worry guys he's in jail. And they're like, he's in your body. And she's like, yeah, jail in my mind, girl. <laughs> <laughs> don't even worry about him. And they're like, okay, but what about all these people that were murdered that need justice? And she's like, don't worry. He's doing the time <laughs> up in this jail cell in my mind up here. Don't even worry. I feel
1: like it would be some sort of not guilty by reason of insanity plea.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but it would be fucking fascinating to see them.
0: Yeah, like well, I mean, <laughs> literally, as soon as this movie was over, Mark and Annalise and I were like... "So I didn't even think about they, that, which is funny. They very obviously ended it right there, because how the fuck are you going to explain anything that would happen after Yeah. That? Um. Also, while we're speaking of the police force and this... I want to bring up a character who.
1: Ah, I was gonna, by, I was gonna tell you to mention her.
0: <laughs> just by like nature of this description, she really isn't that relevant. Like, no, she's not just at all. like there for a few quippy, like little awkward moments. But like, she basically is like human, like CSI version of like Velma from Scooby Doo, but with less swag and yeah. less cunty and blonde. Yeah, well, no, it was, like, dirty blonde, like, brown, but she has her glasses, she has her ponytail, and she's, yeah. like, in love with Detective Kokoa, which, like, who wouldn't be? But, like, she is just so down bad and pathetic the entire movie. <laughs> well, it's like, funny at one because... Point... <laughs> Go ahead. Hmm. At one point, when um, they found Dr. Weaver's dead body, the first woman doctor to get killed, they yes, are, like, they're like they are, like, the weapon was this award, but, like, the like half of it's gone and then Kakoa's like we need to find that other half and she's like i know it's so hard sometimes don't and then we he's all like, with he's like what like <laughs> she's like she's like trying to use that moment to like make a move on him and he's like uh okay
1: also before that when they when they're investigating the dead husband she says um she's talking to him about how they how like the body is found and she says this is something special
0: (laughs) yeah like and not even like in a oh wow this is crazy type of way she's like no but this is something special like Like, almost like she
1: admires it
0: yeah yes yes and it's like okay freak like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but she like made it out unscathed. So, so good and her. that's
1: where I put, I was like Voldy in a wig, took out the whole damn police department, except the awkward girl,
0: <laughs> except the most pathetic bitch on the force. Yes. I will say she did have like one really funny quote. She like, after Gabriel completely like wrecks the whole police station, she like comes across like Kakoa and Regina and she's like, Oh my God, are you okay? And she pulls out her phone and she's like, wait why was i just about to call the police
1: (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about that which is funny
0: because he just murdered like the entire seattle pd
1: and they're like call the paramedics you dumbass
0: yeah (laughs) and she's like oh like she's just so pathetic like i kind of relate to her a little bit i love
1: it i love it uh where what were we talking about before we brought her up
0: um, oh, we were talking about how, like, how the fuck do you explain your way out of this? Oh,
1: yeah, right. I, yeah, I never even thought about that, which is funny.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of a glaring plot hole. But it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, don't be annoying and don't, like, bring it up if it's not necessary, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I, oh, what I was going to say earlier, I feel like there were a lot of, like, religious references in this movie.
0: Oh, Explain. I didn't catch those.
1: Um, so Emily, the, mm-hmm. or, I'm sorry, what Serena, the mom. Um, when you see her as a teenager, she references the fact that she's giving her child to this Institute because her mom says that this child is an abomination.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and that it was a sin or something against God. And then they reference a few times that when Emily was a little girl and she was hearing Gabriel's voice, she started calling him the devil. Um, and you had pointed out that when Serena is tied up in the attic, it's in like a Christ-like pose.
0: Oh yeah. Um,
1: the medical award is like filed into more of a cross shape. Um. When they are waiting to see if Serena is going to wake up for, from her coma, uh, the nurse says something like, it's in God's hands. Um, it. I don't know. I just noticed like a lot of weird like religious references.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I never noticed that.
1: So, and I'm, I'm sure there were more, but those are the ones I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, who was your favorite death?
0: Megan. I got to tell you, I have 20 of them because my favorite was that fucking jailhouse scene. That shit was crazy. Like if it, if it wasn't that one, I would maybe say, I would say the doctor that got murdered, like out, like across the street from that motel like because yeah. that was a pretty good sequence like how she rolled over in bed and he was like next to her i thought yeah. that was pretty cool um but i have to say the the scene in the jail cell like that it was just too good what about you
1: yeah that's probably my favorite too um yeah, that, and I mean to the be. well no 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 i'm gonna go back mine was actually more the police offices um
0: okay yeah
1: because that was the time that it was like really reminding me of like a marvel series and I just, And like I said, that was the time when I was saying, oh, he's doing all this shit like back. Like, that's where I was thinking about that the most.
0: Yeah. And that makes sense. I, it just
1: had me like hypnotized. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Did you identify any common tropes in this film?
1: I think I said a few, but like the whole let's go see what the noise is. Stop yeah. doing The that. religious
0: motif is pretty, pretty common yes. in horror, I would say
1: yeah um the uh locked door and hearing noises and just deciding to stay in the house instead um the whole like family 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 thing um you want to know my brother
0: you want to you want to know what i thought of what it is such a very rare very specific trope i guess okay but second week in a row that we have watched a movie about twins conjoined at the head
1: I thought that too
0: yeah I like literally I was I was thinking that and I was like this is so strange how like we just did House of Wax like a few days ago where it was like twins conjoined at the head and then in this it's like parasitic twin attached to the head like very strange
1: yeah I agree I'm down with it um what would you rate it
0: um i have to give this one like a four i i don't know if i want to do four or four and a half i think i'm gonna do four i'm gonna give it a four out of five um just because like the enjoyment factor is so strong it's got some i love the plot twist even if you like like discover it before it happens i think it's just really fun Mm -hmm. um and i like I think it is the perfect balance of like being pretty gory without being like disgusting, which I really appreciate because that's, that's a very hard balance to achieve. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think they did it really well. I'm just a fan of everything James Wan does. He's very good at horror and I want him to do it forever and ever. Um, what would you rate this?
1: I was actually going to say a four as well.
0: Nice. Uh,
1: Yeah, I really liked it. It was good. Uh, It made me laugh at some parts. Um, One thing that I did have in here is like, it wouldn't be funny at all, except sometimes the music is so extra that it makes it funny.
0: That's true. (laughs) Oh, wait, I want to let, I want to create the birth of a new segment right now, um, just because it's a quick one. Uh, We're going to call it Notes Roulette, where you just go through (laughs) and say all the notes that you took that you didn't get a chance to say. So I'm going to start. Um one thing i want to point out is like in the opening scene the doctors like when they hear gabriel on the radio one of the male doctors has this line that is just so terribly acted he's like he's broadcasting his thoughts and it was like it was so bad um and then i said that shit-ass husband's name would be Derek. um
1: (laughs) can you please tell emma that because she still loves that man Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I Derek is nice, but like the Derek we know is nice. But like it's just like I feel like you think of a douchey name and Derek is like one of the top five that's gonna come to mind.
1: Wait, no, I'm not talking about real life Derek that we know. I love him.
0: I'm talking oh, about Derek, Derek Shepard think- from Grace Anatomy. <laughs> oh, <ooh>, don't <laughs> piss me off. Oh, don't <laughs> piss me off. Mm-hmm. Is rotting in hell where he belongs, bitches. <laughs> yeah, got hit by that fucking truck, and he deserved it. He is terrible. I Emma loves about, him. I thought you were talking about the Derek we know in real life. No, I, like, I adore I that man. I was like, I know, I was like, first of all, weird thing to say about him. Second of all, weird person to bring up right now. <laughs> I know, I um, know. <laughs> Derek. But, um, I need to scan. Oh, I said this nerd-ass CSI girl. Um, but we... We got around to that. Oh, and then the scenes like where they were showing like the scary shit that Madison used to say about Gabriel when she was a kid. I said, if my child was saying shit like this, I would give it up for adoption, dead ass. Do you
1: know what I said later? What? I, no, I'll get there. Go ahead, finish. Yours. Okay.
0: Um, um, I said. Oh wait, no. I we already talked about that. Um, yeah. No, everything else I kind of touched on, but. That was my portion of notes roulette. Your turn.
1: Um, okay. Ones that are standing out to me. First one, um, when they're showing Serena May in her little position as a tour guide or whatever, I have love a good vintage cash register. Um, True. I, I love it.
0: Uh, I also liked to- that they tipped her. They were me like too. giving her tips. I was me like, too. is that a thing people do she's for good tour her- guides? Wow.
1: They said that she was like employee of the month for like four hours or something. Um, so. Oh. One thing I can, I just kept thinking, and I meant to look up this actress's name. The girl who plays Madison in this looks so much um, like Alison Brie. Like, or reminds Um, me so much of Alison Brie.
0: I'm not sure I see that, but I can appreciate your perspective.
1: That was the nicest way to be like, you're dumb.
0: Well, no, I don't. I mean, like, I, I just don't see it, but like... I think maybe she looks like she could play her, Alison Bree's older sister.
1: Yes, I would agree with that.
0: You know, something um, like that.
1: Yeah, I don't think, maybe she doesn't look like her. She reminds me of her.
0: Okay, um, yeah.
1: Da, 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 da. Oh, I kept saying, why does this thing sound like a rabid cat? Because that's what the noises that Gabriel was making <laughs> sounded like.
0: <laughs>
1: um... Da, 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 da. Oh, the idea of that nasty-ass hair touching me makes me want to vomit. Um, True. When it's the Gabriel hair.
0: Yes, and he's um, crawling over her, and it like gets yes, all in her face. that's exactly
1: what I'm talking about. Yep.
0: Yeah, I said something um, about that in real life. I just didn't write it down.
1: <laughs> uh, I said that if I were Sydney, and either you or Emma was doing this shit, I would be out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> if you were having visions of murders... You and wouldn't then help those me. Those murders actually happened.
0: I feel like if that happened to us, though, we'd be like, "Oh my god, the witch blood." Well, yeah,
1: <laughs> but like if we didn't, no, oh. I'd be ditching your ass. I'd probably turn okay. you into the cops. Not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> fucked up. Fuck you too, I guess.
1: <laughs> um. Also. I don't think we talked about this, but the way Madison talked to Gabriel when she was a kid was through this toy phone.
0: Yes. And it would <laughs> and it ring.
1: Me, yes. And it <laughs> made me laugh every time. Um, no good surprise. Needs a sharp knife. Uh, classic. Da, 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 da. Oh, at one point, Regina. Regina is like my favorite character in this movie. She she calls... Um, she calls Madison's attic after Serena falls out of her attic. She refers to it as Jeffrey Dahmer's workshop.
0: Um, <laughs> I think she
1: says your sister's Jeffrey Dahmer's workshop. <laughs> um, cock knockers. Uh, da, 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 da.
0: Girls say da, 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 da one more time. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's it. Don't apologize. It's just funny. You said it like that is your go-to.
1: I know. <laughs> I'm I mean, gonna start anything, doing something. Else. You're
0: gonna hear it. I'm gonna start being like <laughs> You should do what I do and do like some fuck ass little singing, like oh yay, 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 Hey. Oh yeah, <laughs> do that. Okay,
1: in Montana. <laughs> ooh.
0: Um, ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. I I felt like I was about to say something. Okay, whatever. It's not important, and this is already really long.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: thank you everybody for tuning in to um.
1: Um, gonna I get to pick it, a bitch. movie.
0: Oh wait, yeah. Well, I was gonna get there. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, keep going. <laughs> I, I just want to give a quick little disclaimer. You might have noticed we changed up the format a little bit this week. um, Just because we were finding the way we did it in the past two episodes, we didn't really get enough of a chance to talk to each other. It was more so just us listening to one another talk. Um, And that's not fun. Nobody wants that. Um, So if you enjoyed this format, let us know. If you didn't, feel free to say it respectfully to one of us. Because I, I feel like the only people listening to this are people we know. So I, I'll read you into your grave if you, come, if you come crazy at me or my sister. But respectfully, <laughs> let us know if you didn't like it. Lovingly, let us know if you liked it. Um, Megan. Yeah. Have a movie, Queen?
1: I do have a movie. Um, did you pick I it before wanna... we
0: recorded or did you do it I, right now?
1: I picked it while we were recording based on some things that we discussed and by we I mean me um (laughs) but first I also want to shout out to my friend Mike because I asked last time or we asked to we asked people to tell us if they were one of the ones that left us a five-star review and my friend Mike did so
0: he's super Um, cool hi (laughs) I want to do that too actually because I also got a text from a friend that said the same thing Um, and first of all I love that we're getting these texts because it proves people are actually listening and not just like Being like, oh, I listened and I loved it. And then, like, not actually listening. But my friend Maeve, um, who I just went and saw Boy Genius with recently, has been so fucking lovely about this podcast in general. She's given us shout outs on her Instagram story. um, And she texted me and she was like, I'm listening to the episode right now. And you said if you were one of the people who rated you a five stars, like, um, to let you know, I did that. Um, so I just want to say, Maeve, I love you forever and ever. Thank you so much for your support. It makes my heart smile so hard. Um, and who was the other guy? My friend, Mike. Mike and Maeve, you guys are the lifeblood of this podcast. Um, (laughs) and if anyone else wants a shout out, be nice to us and text us compliments. I was going to
1: say, if you want (laughs) us to say nice things about you, say nice things about us first.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Um, Anyway, Okay.
1: So, because this whole movie just reminded me a lot of one of my favorite things in the world, Harry Potter, um, fuck J.K. Rowling, though. Do
0: you know what I'm picking? Are you going to say Woman in Black? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just watched that pretty recently.
1: Really? I've never seen it. You haven't? No.
0: Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty good.
1: Well, I had HP on the brain and I was going through the list and I was like, you know what? This feels like a nice segue. Um, That's valid.
0: That movie terrified me when I was like, I saw it in middle school. Um, oh, great. And it it was, it was pretty terrifying and like a ghosty type of way.
1: Is it going to scare me?
0: Um, when I just rewatched it with some friends a few weeks ago, I think I was a lot more scared because I was like 12. Okay. Um, because well, when I was watching I mean, it, I was like, oh, okay.
1: My scare tolerance is probably at the level that yours was when you were 12. So.
0: I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. If this didn't scare you, I don't think Woman in Black will scare you that Oh, bad.
1: this wasn't even scary. Okay. Um. So, yeah. We're going to watch Woman in, Bl- Woman in Black. And I will not be changing my mind because I'm not worried about this movie giving me anxiety. But I do want to shout out my brother for <laughs> practicing some excellent self-care and some good boundaries. And recognizing... That that was not something that he Should do right now and picking Something yeah. else instead because that's Yeah I'm proud of you
0: Thanks
1: welcome Um so This has been You're gonna die bitch
0: yeah. and
1: Watch woman in black so you can Discuss it with Us next week and just talk to Your phone and pretend like you're here with us Um Anything you have to say
0: um i'm gonna throw in like two quick things and then we can be done because this is running so long um so first thing megan toyed with the idea of us making like an instagram or something i'm not fully committed to that but if that's something that you would like from us um okay but i have to say
1: why it's specifically so we can post screenshots of the actual notes that we take during the movie
0: Yes, yes, yeah. or like maybe we'll think of like new things to put on there or whatever, oh, yeah, for but sure, like that
1: was just my I just initial
0: idea. I just don't wanna make one if only like ten people are gonna follow it because that's gonna make me so embarrassed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was thing number one, thing number two, um, we are now locked into this podcast <laughs> financially, <laughs> so um, please, 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 for please, at least a year yeah please 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 tell your friends um share it on social media if you like it rate us five stars um yes this is something that we like are doing for ourselves and doing for fun but it would be really cool if it was fun for other people as well and you know i think some point within the next few weeks we're gonna maybe try to have like our first guest um and maybe like try and start doing some stuff like that um so yeah please share Um, and thank you so, so, so much to everyone who's been listening so far. Um, we really appreciate it and we love you guys.
1: It's crazy to think that people just like want to listen to us talk
0: for over an hour, (laughs) which is really whack, but thank you. I appreciate it.
1: All right. Um, see y'all next week. Uh, it's, if you're listening to this, it's at least Friday. Um, and I'm going to have a good weekend. Are you gonna have a good weekend?
0: I am. I'm going to see some friends.
1: Nice. I am going to an amusement park. Slade. With a fuck ton of my friends. So love. <laughs> um, all right. See y'all next week. Have a
0: goodbye.
1: Have a goodbye.